The Commands of the Apostles Number 55 Harbor No Grievances or Animosities Forgiveness is one of the most difficult requirements of the Christian life. It is true that many, perhaps most people, don't want to forgive. If we have been wronged, we would prefer to get even. Forgiveness doesn't rank high on the list of what first comes to mind. We cherish our grudges against those who have hurt us. We nurse our resentments like private treasures kept in the memory bank of life's grievances. It is a curious thing, humanity's love affair with unforgiveness. It eats us up inside, consuming our relational health and vigor like an invisible cancer. Yet we cling to unforgiveness with a passion reserved for a secret lover knowing the affair is ruining us, yet addicted to the pleasure of the destructive evil. For Christians, however, the case is different. Though we may struggle with the above tendencies, we yet want to forgive. It is not our intent or desire to nurse the cancer of unforgiveness. We want rid of it, at least on one level, we want to forgive. But the cure, forgiveness, is difficult to lay hold of. There are many dimensions to unforgiveness. It's not a matter of simple obedience. It's not even a matter of trying to forgive. We can say to God, to ourselves, even to one we feel has wronged us, I forgive. But in the middle of the night, the sense of grievance creeps back. We discover unforgiveness lurking with a more powerful hold on our thoughts than we had realized. Forgiveness is not a feeling we can summon to banish it as easily as we might like. Perhaps our way through the difficulty begins by recognizing forgiveness for the elusive thing it is. We return to seek the essence of our responsibility in the region of do rather than feel. So what can we do? At such times, even absent feelings of forgiveness, we can refuse to act on those feelings of injury that may remain even after we have said, I forgive. We can refuse to avenge ourselves, refuse any idea of getting even, refuse the idea of eye for eye and tooth for tooth. These responses are dead to us. We will later consider Ephesians 4.26. It may give helpful insight here as well if we modify it slightly to read, In your grievance do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your unforgiveness. We determine to act in forgiveness. Even if we don't feel it, we determine that our do shall be the do of forgiveness. We will speak no word, neither by gesture, tone, or implication, to convey the slightest hint of hurt, injustice, or injury. Kindness will be our only response. If the mind continues to battle with feelings of having been wronged, the face and hands and tongue will never betray it. No one shall know it. We will enter into forgiveness through the doorway of behavior and conduct, 
even if our minds, perhaps even our hearts, are slow to follow. When we continue occasionally to be plagued with contrary thoughts and feelings, we refuse to nurse and cherish them. Treating such thoughts as an enemy, not a lover, we banish them from our presence. The final phrase of Ephesians 4.26 puts this strategy into perspective. Give no opportunity to the devil. By acting in forgiveness and forbidding ourselves to nurse animosities, we allow the enemy no foothold. We will not let our mental gardens be planted with seeds of bitterness. He can plant no seeds without our permission, and that permission we disdain to give. Thus, though we may still struggle, by conduct and behavior, we refuse to give refuge or safe harbor to ongoing feelings of offense or animosity. They may keep trying to enter, but we deny them residence. Repay no one evil for evil. Romans 12.17 Never avenge yourselves. Romans 12.19 Turn to forgive and comfort. 2 Corinthians 2.7 As the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Colossians 3.13 See to it that no root of bitterness spring up. Hebrews 12.15 From the Commands of the Apostles by Michael Phillips Read by Michael Kimball More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com Visit Amazon to purchase the Commands of the Apostles and other books by Michael Phillips.